You're watching Tech Talk in affiliation with Tech for Techs. We're a community that supports independent trade with the help of vendors and distributors. We're live every Thursday at 8 p.m. London time and we'll be streaming to Facebook and YouTube, Twitter and Twitch. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, TuneIn and many more. And now, the moment you've been waiting for, and your host, Philip Griffiths. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk. In this episode, we're going to be talking about your business perception, so basically how people see your business, or even how you see your business. And we've got some great people in today to actually help us with the show. So we've got Cormac, as you probably know him, he's the King of Ireland. Uh, we've also got Peter, and we've got a newcomer as well called Nicole, who's will tell you about herself in a few minutes. Now, if you can see the show and you can hear us, please comment in the comment section. Even tell us what your business name is uh, and who you are, and that way we'll give you a shout-out and so forth. This is a live show, so obviously when you comment, we'll be able to comment back to you, obviously verbally or in text if needs be. If you are, for any reason, in the Tech for Tech Facebook group, if you can click on the link I'm going to paste in there now, um, this will allow your name to be seen in the chat. Again, if a few people would like to comment, just to let us know that you can actually see us, and I can see a few of you are watching us, but uh, it would be nice to have some of you actually comment and just make sure we aren't just talking to ourselves. Right, okay, so first of all, uh, let's move over to Cormac. So Cormac, if you would like to let everyone know who you are, what you do, and basically, uh, if you've got any tips or advice or stories for us this week. Um, hello, everyone. Good evening from uh, Ireland. Uh, I'm sure you know me now at this stage. I'm Cormac from Crosshaven Computers. Um, actually, uh, do you know something? My, uh, my tip this week uh, is nearly the same tip that I said a few weeks ago. Facebook marketing has to be all in on it. Um, I This week, I got a... We're a busy week, but uh, got a good few new, new customers, and it did all came from Facebook, you know. And I was having a cup of coffee with someone today in a different business, and we got into the discussion, and she was saying Facebook just doesn't work, and I was saying it does work. It's impossible for it actually not to work if done in any reasonable way. But I think where people fail to believe that Facebook works is that we'll just say they put up a sale of a computer, okay, computer for sale, okay, and they advertise it around and no one comes to buy it, whatever they say. Well, that's a failed marketing. It's not. If you do Facebook marketing right, if you do it for awareness, just for awareness, to get your name out there, that's all you do. Like, if anyone goes into the bank, they're staring at the phone, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, they're looking at, at, at you know, that's what they're looking at. So, like, if you spread it in a 20-mile radius and just keep – like, my customers who I got this week, I did not get from one campaign. I got it from advertising last year. It wasn't a special on broken computers. Most people won't come to you unless their computer is broken. So they're hardly going to say Facebook and kind of go, oh, let's go, and, you know. But when the time comes, they will remember um, your ad. Or if you get well enough known around the area, as soon as they Google – They'll go on to Google, they'll see the list of businesses, but they'll remember your name. So that was uh, that was my uh, take with my person who we were having a cup of coffee with today. I would say she was just looking at me, kind of going, will he shut up about Facebook in the end? But up to that point, uh, yeah, Facebook marketing works. Yeah, you want to be that person, as soon as they think of computer, either repair or new or anything along that line, they think of your name first. So getting that marketing out there does help. So that's always... Uh, Always some good advice there. I was about to go and say to Peter now, but for some reason he's just disappeared. He so, went to Facebook marketing. He just I inspired him. He just that's grabbed it. the marketing. Just went. Go. Best luck, Peter. That's fine. So we're going to have to go on to you, Nicole, next. So okay. uh, I'm going to push, um, push you forward first. So if you'd like to introduce yourself, tell everyone who you are, what you do, even tell them about your YouTube channel and all your different bits and bobs, as well any. Uh, as any tips, advice, or story you've got for us this week? Okay. Hey, everybody. So I am Nicole. I am coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia in the United States. Um, and I am the CEO of Cellbotics, which is um, kind of a one-of-a-kind training center 
here in the United States, we actually teach beginners who are opening cell phone and computer repair businesses. And we have in-person courses, but we also have online courses. And um, so we can we can reach you too. Um, so my tips would be, I have two, I hope that's okay. Um, the first one would be to get on LinkedIn. Now, do you guys have like, LinkedIn is UK, right? Yeah, <laughs> I get a lot of people. Okay, I meet a lot of people internationally, so I'm like, oh. um, but this is where I get our commercial accounts from. And so we actually have commercial accounts where we get hundreds of devices, computers, and phones from local businesses, uh, large and small, uh, to do repairs. And we can make much more money because the volume's higher. And I get most of that through LinkedIn. So a lot of people think LinkedIn is boring, um, but it really is a very hip place. And you can make yourself really well known on LinkedIn and get some really amazing clients. Um, second would be tools. So I have a video on my YouTube channel, which is Cellbotics, um, and it gives you 10 tools that every technician needs to have. And one of those is an amp meter. It is like a lifesaver for me. It's like a little tiny box and it helps me see what's wrong with the phone just by plugging it in really quickly. So that would be my two tips. And you guys can find me all over the place. If you if you just go to LinkedIn, you can search up Cellbotics or Nicole Russell Cellbotics. You can find us on Facebook. You can um, find us on YouTube. We have two platforms. So Cellbotics.com is primarily just as everything. Like you can find links for everything. We have coaching, consulting, online courses. But then we also have some free stuff like on CellboticsOnline.com, which has our online courses. And we have a lot of free content that you can download, forms and all kinds of really cool stuff. Pretty good. I'm just going to put you a link up there so people can see your YouTube channel. So you. Hi, Allison. There we go. <laughs> uh, so let's have a look. So there we go. And I think that's right. There we go. And go. Thank you. There we go. So that's your, I'm hoping that's your YouTube channel. It if is. it's not, someone's <laughs> going to get some visitors. Um, <laughs> I, watched, I watched Nicole's uh, 10 tips on tools last night, actually. It was very good. I'll work to look over at the YouTube channel. All right, you know. Thank yeah, you. I'm going to say there's definitely a good, um, some bits on there. So if you are getting into be into, obviously, phone repairs, tablets or anything or even if you're doing computer repairs and you're wanting mm -hmm. to start doing that sort of thing definitely some good stuff to have a look at and obviously uh, you could always go a little bit further with them if you needed training and so forth as well and also i agree with the linkedin you can get a hell of a lot of people on linkedin so uh, we do our, a lot of our tech for tech advertising to uh, or i say advertising connections on linkedin is probably the best way of putting it so when we get uh, talking to vendors distributors and getting them to join in with different things it's usually there where i'm talking to them um it's generally a good place to get those business related people you won't see many uh, pictures of like uh, what people have had for the dinner and stuff like that right. though, um and uh, not as many you, you do now and again holiday snaps but not too many it's usually more business related so that's usually yeah, and just putting yourself out there like really be different put videos up and you'll stick out so much it, people just can't help but follow you and gravitate to you so it's really really easy to dominate that space yeah, it can be, especially if you manage to get the live platform working over there as yes. well, like we are, because there's not many people who do go live over there at mm -hmm. the moment. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's uh, just go quickly through uh, comments before we go back to Peter. Now he's got his camera done. So uh, hi, Mark Dennis. He says, evening all. Um, you've also got Alison Cook saying, hi, guys. Uh, EADR in Norfolk. That's uh, East Anglian Data Recovery, if you don't know. Hope you all had a great week. Uh, I have. Alison, thank you very much. Hope you're doing well as well. And Richard Creedy, I always look his business name. It's Great Computer Services. So G R B Computer Services. I always always like that name to be honest for a computer place. So uh, if I was opening a new store, I might have to uh, steal that for him, but from him. But uh, there we go. Right. Uh, so let's have a look. So we've got Richard saying evening all. It's uh, Richard and uh, Haley from Phase Four Computers in Harrogate. And we've also got Mark Dennis as well. Uh, let's have a look. We do a, a bit of Facebook marketing. Seems to work really well. Um, so, and that's from Rayleigh Computer Shop. <clears throat> Excuse me. Obviously, that's in response to Cormac's uh, 
information about Facebook. We'll have to do a show about Facebook marketing at some point, um, Cormac. Maybe even get someone on who's good at actually making adverts and show everyone how actually to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe do a live show uh, exactly how to do it. So something to think about. Yeah. Uh, Alison's also saying hi to Nicole as well. Yeah. She doesn't say hi to me. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so Alison is the Queen of England there, Nicole. We we all love Alison in the group, so that's yeah. Yeah, so showed up for so that's yeah. I'm honored. There we go. And uh, Richard saying he has LinkedIn, but don't use it anywhere nearly enough. Yeah, I'm going to say if you want in business clients, it might be something to look into. It might take you a bit to get established and seen or whatever, but it like anything, you've got to put the work in to receive any rewards. But if you're definitely looking at business. Um, customers it might be something to definitely look into even if you're just wanting to get in contact with vendors and distributors a lot of them do actually work on there as in like the marketing managers and stuff like that so if you're needing point sales material you might be able to hunt someone down uh it is a good place to find people right okay so let's go over to peter so peter let us know who you are what you do and where you work and any tips stories for today Evening, I'm Peter from ScanStation Computers. We're an independent retailer and managed service provider on the south coast, uh, just near Bognor Regis. Um, my tip of the week, I'll go for the obvious one. Microsoft are launching Windows 11 on the 5th of October now. Um, whatever your personal feelings are about a new operating system launch, it's definitely uh, a big opportunity for new PC sales. Uh, so that's set up services, data transfers, there will be, you will have customers that will want to get that new operating system. They'll either want it on a new custom built PC or a new laptop. You definitely want to take advantage of that. Don't don't let those customers get scooped up by your, your PC worlds, um, your Amazons. You, you can definitely add value there and you can definitely get set up services and labor on that. So um, don't ignore it. Get, get marketing now, gear up for it. Um, support services, there's definitely money to be made there for sure. Yeah, that's that's a definite one there. That was actually one of my tips, so uh, I'll let you off a pinch in that one. But uh, um, but yeah, marketing, customer advice, even guides of how to use it and stuff like that. A lot of people give out free guides in your store, gets people to come in and so forth. Um, and you can even charge to do a safe upgrade for customers. We did that for Windows 10. So what we did is uh, back up all the customers' data first before we actually did the upgrade uh, and then put it back on the machine, obviously, if it needed a full re- reinstall or whatever. Obviously, the upgrade shouldn't need. But as you know, Windows, it can be buggy, and sometimes doing these upgrades can, well, cause issues, especially when the users usually turn the machine off halfway through it doing the update or something like that. Right, so my next tip would be the um, basically the price for the new series of processors. There are rumors that the new i9-12900K, so that's an Intel chip if you didn't know, um, will be around 650 UK pounds. In comparison, the last, last generation, the 11900K, can be picked up for around about... £500, so that would be a 23% markup on the last generation if rumours are correct. So be prepared that if you want in the latest tech or your customers, they're going to have to pay another 20% on top of the next 200% what they're having to pay uh, for an extra uh, or a graphics card at the moment, and then any other extras they're going to have to pay on top for, I don't know, probably something else around down the road. RAM will probably go up sky high and so forth as well. So so just bear in mind, processors going forward may be going up. So if you do like the last generation, it might be a time to stock up on the few just in case. Uh, right, let's go on to the main topic then. So the main topic is, is basically your business's perception, so how people perceive you or your business. Obviously, this goes for if you're a sole trader, if you just work at home, if you've got a retail repair store, really anyone, to be honest with you. So obviously, take um, all the things what I said with a pinch of salt that can all be uh, obviously uh, altered depending on what you do. For example, if it's a dirty business, you could say a dirty vehicle and so forth. So Right, what I'm going to do first is go to Cormac. So, Cormac, tell us a bit about business or perception and how you think it should be and how people should perceive you and why. Actually, just looking at, at, at the, the split screen there um, and seeing the four people, uh, besides you, Phil, we're all wearing work shirts there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, Nicole, is, I don't know what time mm-hmm. it is there in uh, Atlanta. Yep. 
Atlantic world, wherever you live in that world. Uh, what time of day is it there? Uh, it's 3 p.m. Yeah, well, it's after after hours there, but it's interesting. Like, and actually, funny, we're all kind of in the same shirt. Um, actually, you look like your uh, our boss, myself, Peter's boss there or something, but uh, Phil, you're the host, so you don't have to. But it's weird that the perception that we wanted to give out when we came on this show was pure professionalism uh, in the sense that and um, it's interesting. I was reading. I didn't know this until I, I. For I'm kind of what three, four years full time now, and for the first two or three years, all I wore really was my work shirt. Um, and I read it. I read it in a book afterwards. There was a guy who who done a business, and he was in the first couple of years. All he used to do was wear his work shirt because it's advertising wherever he, wherever you went, you know. And after I say last year, sometime I actually went to my cupboard and I went for. I went to my cupboard. I went. I have to buy some uh, different clothes. And obviously, I had some, but literally, I would wear the shirt first thing in the morning till anywhere I was going. Because if you're in a supermarket and um, people would see your shirt, see this, it was advertising everywhere you went. You know, mm-hmm. and my my perception are the way. The interesting question here is about perception. First of all, perception has changed a little for me in the sense that while I was growing and getting bigger and bigger. Um, you're trying to portray yourself really big. Now, since COVID has hit, I'm trying to persuade, per, per, uh, persuade myself or whatever, I'm not words there, as local, local, small, local, local, mm-hmm. because that's the selling point. Now it's local. I'm a, And I'm going to do a, a campaign there more on selling stuff there lately, and I'm going to be in every single one of my pictures because it's our, every one of my posts, I'm going to be standing there or one of the people working with me is going to be standing there or something. Someone's going to be standing there anyway to show that we're a local business. That's what we're doing, you know. Now, in 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 my converted area, in my house here, now we have two two full offices, just the same as you walk into any office. I We have discussed that I didn't want to, I, I don't have a shop, didn't want to shop, mountain businesses a lot. But my perception when I came, when for my customers, when they come in, is that I wanted a different experience than just an old, another local shop where you just hand in your your computer to a guy in some weird not shirt stuff. Just I wanted the perception that you're coming down to this place. It's pure professional. Most things inside there is white. You sit down at the desk. Neve will sit you down and you sit across the way, the same way, I don't know, if you're back in the days, you meet the bank manager or something. You sit down at the desk. You sit down, you get five minutes of the time, 10 minutes of time talking through the problems, this and that, gives us the time to upsell. But you're coming to a very professional place, okay? And every bit of it is professional mm-hmm. when you come in. And you're going to be paying slightly higher rates, but you're getting a very professional service, okay? And we talk, talk them right through. Until even handing the computer back, we obviously have it all cleaned, but we have it in a cardboard box because we, we put in a box with a label on the front, okay, it's wrapped up in bubble wrap with a thank you for shopping local business card, but, it, you know, it's not business, just a thank you for supporting local, you know, we got graphic designers to do that, two little packets of sweets, okay. So yeah. if if the person who came, they came down for the experience, okay, they sat down, we went, thank you, hi, hi, and Neve is just unbelievable, chatting to customers, unbelievable. Do you think I can talk this? She's just, but when they come back and if they're paying a hundred euro, they're not just being paying a hundred euro and they're not just getting back a computer in a bag, they're getting a box. And we all love getting presents, it's like they're getting a present to themselves. They get the box, they bring it home, they open it up, and lo and behold, there's a thank you card and a sweet. Get it actually more, more thanks about the sweets than anything, and that's it, that's the full experience now. The experience of us going on site to businesses, a customer rang me up the last time and said, will I come to our business? I said, yes, I shall come to the business for our meeting to see if this will suit us and you. In the sense that we are premium, we're not coming to the, oh yeah, we'll pull up, yes, we want this job. No, this job mightn't suit us. We'll see. We'll see. And we can only, we'll only work with you if it will suit us both and we will help your business grow. And you are not getting a repair person, you're getting a consultant. You are getting a highly trained consultant. That's what you're getting. We are not, we are not, and no disrespect to any trades people out there, we are, which they probably are any more money than us, but we are professional to the T. And that's what we deal with. And I kind of make a note, if I'm going to a meeting, I kind of let them know that I'll only talk to the person 
who is paying the bills, basically. I don't really want to talk to their 20-year-old staff member. Thank you, they can talk to somebody else. I'll talk to Bill Pay. If you can't be there, don't worry. You can come to my office and meet me and we can talk to you. So that's my perception, is that I just want to put it out that we're exclusive, but local. God, we're local. We could hug you, we're so local. We're just so local and friendly, but we are professional to the last, if any of that makes sense to you. As you can tell, I'm quite passionate. I really am quite passionate about this. And uh, even Phil in, in the group over the years has helped and said, raise your prices. You, you look better when you raise, raise your prices. And that's what we are. We're different. I don't want to be the same in this business from what all you have to do to achieve in any business at the moment. All you have to do to achieve is be 10% better or 20% better than competitors. Because the majority of businesses out there are useless. And I'm not talking about computer repair business. I'm talking about every business you go into. You know, right. and that's why I gave, and I'll stop talking now. And that's why I gave um, a hardware, the hard drive company, what's the name of them again? I can't pronounce it, Oracle. Today, such a oh, show. Yeah. yeah. I ordered 20 of the wrong hard drives. I held my hand, hands up. I rang them up and I said, Look, I ordered the wrong ones. And they agreed to ship new ones out before they got the old ones back. I turned around to my tech and I went, We will be buying off them for a long time. And he said, but sure, you're a good buyer of them. They only done what they should have. And I said, the majority of businesses won't even do what they should do. So that's my point, if you get my meaning. So there, there's my passionate defense of, of local Yeah, I must admit, uh, the obviously how you perceive is in the way you look. Definitely, that's one of them. Have logos on your shirts, have logos on everything. That's fine. Yeah, but I would add to that, too, if you're local. Yeah. What we tell our students to do, which is really makes them, I mean, it's really <laughs> successful and it's easy to do on your shirts on the back, get something or even in the front that says, stop me and ask me how to fix your device, especially during COVID. Even though you have a logo, sometimes people are wondering, like, did they pick this up at a thrift or, you know, is this actually their business? Are they on their own time? Can I ask them about this? It, you know, maybe they've got a broken phone or a computer at home and they know they need IT services, but they don't know that they can talk to you. And so having that on your shirt is like, oh my God, it's so helpful. Everywhere you go, people will just randomly stop you in public if you want that and ask you to fix their devices. That's that's pretty good um, there. It's actually partly what I was going to say is um, make sure make sure when you have got uh, something like a shirt on is people understand what the logo represents as well if you are mm -hmm. going to advertise yourself because there's a lot of people, let's just say your company's called Spire Repairs or something like that. You repair computers and stuff, but if it just says Spire Repairs on your shirt, does that mean you repair, repair spires mm -hmm. on churches? Does it mean you repair washing machines? The amount of times I see vans driving around and they say the name of the company, but it doesn't actually say what they mm. actually do. Um, so make sure it's clear what you actually your business does uh, on the shirt. So if if you have got a logo, make sure you say just underneath it or on the back what you do. Personally, I don't actually wear um, branded shirts. I do have it on my bag uh, and other devices and stuff, uh, but I do go dressed smart. So I'll always wear a shirt similar to this. Uh, or and trousers and shoes rather than trainers, so always look smart. Uh, one thing I would suggest, though, is, and this goes for anyone, no matter how they're dressed, especially in this sort of trade and any trade, really, is make sure when you go in with, A, clean clothes, so no tomato ketchup stains, no mustard down the front, anything like that. I see it all the time. You go in the stores, looks like they haven't re um, re um, changed the shirt in a week, looks like they've been wearing it a long time. Or they've even had the shirt for 10 years and it's all faded and so forth. That can look as bad as just wearing a plain T-shirt. So, uh, But I do agree that is definitely some good points there, Cormac. Uh, you definitely uh, a lot of people should take a, some uh, advice from you on that one. So I think you could take up a whole show just showing how passionate you are about this on your own, to be honest with you. Right, let's move over to Peter. What's your views on either this and any other parts of uh, this topic? So I think the presenting yourself well in your business well helps build trust with the customer. And when you've got that trust, that, that helps the customer to spend more with you. Um, you're a lot more likely to sell a, a higher end PC or more services. If you look like a professional company, you don't look like a fly-by-night company. So um, we've, we've got a fairly well-stocked shop and we always get comments from people coming in saying, wow, you have a lot of stuff in here. They think we're going to be around for a long time. You know, we don't think they don't think we're going to sell them a PC and disappear overnight. Um, 
we always we have shirts or polo <laughs> shirts, sweaters branded. All our staff look similar. Um, whether we go out on site, you can always tell us from our vans or our, you know, our attire. Um, and that all does help to build trust. And I think we get more business customers from that. Uh, and we, we sell more higher end products from that as well. You know, £1,500, £2,000 laptops. It's not a problem. If, if you just look like a bare bones counter that you might not be there next week, you're, you're less likely to get that sale. Um, people, you know, won't hand their money over as freely as if, if you're a big box store, you know. Yeah, definitely some good good points there. I must I must agree. Um, just going quickly through chat. Alison says, "Always have your business cards on you. That's always a, always a must. Business cards or something I like to do rather than well, as well as business cards is stickers. Especially when on site, we stick stickers on people's machines, keyboards, under the keyboard, and stuff like that because it's easy to lose a business card or not know where it is. But if your stickers on the side of someone's computer or underneath it on under the keyboard, they don't have to look far for your number. Um, so yeah, the business cards definitely. Um, we've got Brian at Digital Promo saying good evening. Hi, Brian. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Um, Richard Creed is saying wait a month or two and prices of processors will drop. I hope you're right, Richard. Unfortunately, they're saying the manufacturing um, uh, fabs are basically putting their prices up low by 20%. I think it's in November or December. So it may actually go the other way, unfortunately. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, so... Uh, and uh, Richard Forth is saying if it's uh, not buggy, uh, it, uh, I'd feature it's featured packed. Um, I'm not sure that what that was in response to. Probably another comment, but, uh, well, but Windows yeah. 11, I think. Right, that's it. Yeah, Windows 11, that'll be it. So uh, that'll be an interesting time. Always interesting when a new version of Windows comes out. Right, let's go on to Nicole then. So you're our new of the day, I think. So. Uh, <laughs> Let us know your views. I know you've already had a few already, but um, how, how do you perceive this uh, conversation and what would you like yeah. to add? So I think it's just important to um, remember that the perception that the customer has of you starts from the moment they find you. So if they're finding you online, it's really important to look up what you look like when they're searching for your service. And you shouldn't do it from a device that you log in to all your business accounts on. You should have maybe a friend's phone or family member's phone. Look up, you know, how you think they would find you by those keywords. And then how do you actually show up? If you're mobile, I definitely like to keep the term mobile service provider as the way I create the business. So when I'm working with mobile technicians, if you just think of that professional statement, um, if it's like if, if you are to hire Terminex, right, you would expect them to be mobile and you don't devalue them. I see a lot of mobile technicians, well, at least here, they look at themselves as they're cheaper because they don't have a space, right? And in reality, they actually have more expenses in some some cases because they're driving around. So to that one repair, they actually will lose more money, um, but it's their perception of their business. And then the way the customer finds them. So the, they show up as just some guy doing repairs or some girl doing repairs out of their car. And that really, really devalues them. And that's why they get negotiated with all the time. It's something that I hear over and over and over again. So it's remembering that perception doesn't, isn't just when they're in front of you. It's like from the moment they find you. So making sure that your appearance online is, you know, a hundred percent the way you want to be, you know, perceived um, across the board is probably something that I think people don't worry about enough. And then when they come in person, it's just, is your space clean? Um, you want to have stuff, but you want it to be stuff that look like it's being sold. It's it's not cool to walk into a store and see things with dust all over it, hanging on the walls, and you know it's not being sold. It's just there. Like you want to make sure whatever product that you have front facing to the customer is selling product, that it's not sitting and just catching dust and there for looks, you know, like you don't have a rack of cases that are not being sold and they're just sitting there, right? Take it out, put something else, put product that actually sells, you know, and make sure that it's your area is well lit, you know, make sure that you have good lighting in your area. Um, yeah. So those are just some things. I mean, I probably could go on for hours about this topic. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of us could, I must agree though on the cleaning stuff. I remember um, a place I worked for must be 
around about 2003 before I set up on my own. Um, and they used to have a computer in the window. And the guy, the manager of the place, didn't want to move it. It was a showpiece. The problem is it had like a built-in fish tank on the side of the, the actual case. It was like a novelty thing. It weren't real fish. It was just plastic ones going around with like bubbles. But it being in that window that long, it was absolutely full of algae. Well, algae, depending on how you want to pronounce it. So it looked that bad, and the fish were all stuck to the side and everything. But he just wouldn't, didn't want it moving. It was like, this, that, yeah, but it looks really cool having fish in. I was like, yeah, it doesn't really promote the business too well. Pro probably do better if you're a pet shop or something like that. But uh, um, it was it was a good novelty thing, apart from when all the algae obviously uh, grew in there and. Uh, made it look a mess but um yeah definitely uh the way you look and how clean you are definitely i must ag agree with that uh let's have a look uh we've got I just have a, I have a question there for you know uh peter and and nicole mm -hmm. and, and phil just throwing it out there for discussion for people listening more so than anything else what's your uh views on you know some some shops go for the cheap as in cheap and we do quantity rather than maybe you know more 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 exclusive are you what's your views on those sort of shops are are the maybe they make loads of money i don't know i'm only throwing it out for discussion um yeah um it really for me, the area you know it depends the area um so here in the states some areas are really saturated and so they have to compete you know and they have to come up with some creative ways and sometimes it's offering cheaper things and they have to cut and the customer's happy with that. Um, but what I find is competing with price is not the best way. Actually, I would match my highest competitor or maybe even be a little higher and then let the way that we show up and the appearance and how they're treated when they show up and the repairs that we do. And just, you know, from A to Z, you know, all of that speak for our pricing and make us different. Not, I do not price, price compete. And I don't, I do not teach my um, students to price compete. I teach them to raise the bar. And because somebody's somebody's always going to devalue you if you're cheaper, but some people will just pay for things that are more expensive just because they think it's better. Like they'll look for products even that are more expensive, just thinking, well, it's higher. It must be better, you know? Yeah, good point. Uh, um, it's... Uh you want to say something, Peter? Yeah, that, that that's that's spot on. I mean, that's a race to the bottom, really. You don't want to be competing on price. A customer you win on price is a customer you'll lose on price next week when they find somewhere else cheaper. Um, and you're also then trying to put yourself in competition with the, the online retailers as well. Um, you try and compete with the likes of Amazon. Again, you're on a hiding to nothing. So you really want to compete, as Nicole said, on service rather than than trying to trying to be the cheapest because you you won't ever win doing that. Certainly not these days. Yeah, totally agree with all that. Um, the way I look at it is um, a lot of people think cheap and value are the same thing, but they're not. Um, so if you are offering lower-priced items, make sure they're a good value. Um, we tend to stay away from so-called cheap items in our store. And when we're selling stuff, we try and sell it as part of a service. So even though the prices may be a little bit more expensive than other places, in some cases quite a bit more expensive, you get the extra benefit of us, our not only our knowledge, but we'll come around and set, set it up. So we try and sell a service with everything we sell. So even if it's from the likes of a memory stick, we'll try and sell the person, oh, we'll back up all your data for you or something like that. Um, to obviously um, security will give you a service as well. We'll chuck a service in, in for this sort of price and so forth. So we try and sell things as a service rather than just try and compete. If you want to compete with Amazon or eBay or whatever, you're just not going to do it, even though probably half of the stuff on Amazon and eBay is probably fake or whatever or cracked copies. You're just not going to compete with it. And mm -hmm. we... We did the wrong thing when we opened our store. When before, to begin with, we were a call-out service only. Um, our prices were probably on par with everyone else. And we're talking about 16, 17 years ago now. Um, but when we actually opened the store, we thought, right, we've got a store. Um, it was just going to be a repair store more than an actual retail store just to get stuff in. And we decided to go, right, just to let everyone know we're here and get everyone in. We put our prices too low. 
and that invited the wrong type of customer. Um, the, the customers, as you said, the customers who come in and they just want the cheapest, doesn't matter if you did a brilliant job, did 10 times better than anyone else. If they find someone next week or next year or whenever they need the same thing doing again and it's cheaper, they'll go to them. They have no brand loyalty or anything like that. They just want the cheapest stuff and they're the ones what will talk you down on your price. They'll want it at half the price or whatever all the time complaining. So, yeah, totally agree with that. And I must admit, well, since we put our prices up, um, we are now, I would say, not far off the highest in the area, maybe a little just below the highest. Um, we get hell of a lot better quality customer. Not that there was anything wrong with the other customers and per se personal reasons, but you're not having to compete on price. They know that you're offering basically a service or an item for the price it should be. So what I, what uh, I'm, I found, what I found as well, the points you brought up are brilliant and I'm learning an awful lot from you. So thanks very much. But where I'm marketing, when I'm going in now talking to the bosses on, on sites or clients where I'm marketing, at the moment, is that we're selling you time. <clears throat> like, if you go in, you're the boss of an organization, we'll come in, we'll do everything for you. They, your staff won't have to ring you with IT problems. We'll take care of it all, and we'll do it. Because if someone came in to me today, now, I had to ring an insurance company that was going to take an hour. I was trying to switch my broadband. I was trying to switch these. I would I would have paid extra for any one of those services that would that would, which didn't take an hour for me on the phone. I would have paid anything. I would have paid extra. I would have paid extra month on every single one of those services <laughs> if I didn't have to. Every time I go to the phone, be on a call tree and wait for an hour for them. Like you know, I just knew I had to clear time today because I needed to three hours for me or three hours for the last two days. I've been on trying to do stuff like this. Okay, three hours during the day. That's three hours at whatever rate we'll say I was paying myself an hour. That's 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 a, that's a simple thing to be able to sell our services for, you know, where time that's a, That's a pretty good advice there, to be honest with you. Um, let's just have a look at chat anymore. Now, guys in the chat who are watching, if you've got any, um, obviously, comments or anything you want to add to this conversation, please do. Obviously, if you want to ask Nicole anything about training, please do. If you want to ask Cormac anything about how do you become his successor of being the King of Ireland, feel free if you want to ask peter anything about his stuff feel free so uh we've just got something coming in from allison so uh let's have a look people will also buy on how something makes them feel peace of mind uh freeing them up time and so forth yeah just a bit like cormac said there allison so uh, with the time you sometimes you'd pay more if you got a better service uh, i must admit i do agree with that one um so one of the things um I also find that helps is being proactive rather than reactive as well. So obviously letting customers know of potential issues before they have them. For example, Windows 11 coming out, let them know the issues they may have, upgrading, tell them maybe how to do it even, but make sure you spell it out if you have any problems. Please come to us and we're not responsible if you do have any issues doing it. But I always find that... Um, we get a lot of responses from customers where we send them out emails every month just to let them know the latest news, uh, advice even. Um, and I would say most of our posts and emails we do send out, 80% of the content is not selling. It's more advice and help to the customers. And they actually remember you for that. They'll go, oh, that's the guy who helped me how to change my desktop background. Maybe simple to us, but not to everyone else. Um, and they remember that. So... Um, make sure you're sort of more proactive. So that basically means you're finding the issues first. Obviously, if you're doing any form of um, RMM um, software or anything and you're monitoring businesses, obviously you'll be able to uh, check things like that. But it's not just about monitoring computers. It's sort of advising people about what's changing and how it could affect them. And that if people don't want to upgrade to Windows 11, they don't have to. They've got till 2025 to carry on using their current computer with Windows 10 with no problem. So... Things about being proactive actually do help, and it also helps your image of your business because you're giving free advice. Okay, yeah. it looks like you're not grabbing, grabbing, grabbing all the time. Right, anyone else got anything they would like to add in? Yeah, I want to say for, for the information that you're talking about, we've had a lot of success with our students going live every day on their business page for locals and just giving out daily tips 
just a real quick live. And, and Carmack, you were talking about putting your face out there more and being local. Really, I mean, I have one student that's done so well with this, and he's in a very small town in the U.S. here. And he has three locations, and he did so well at spreading his name that they actually, like, made him a DJ on a radio station and paid him. They had him interview, like, local politicians because he was just so well-known with his daily little five-minute live. He would come up with tips or, hey, this app, this is how you use this, this is how you install this. And people just fell in love with him, and he's he's really doing great. Yeah, that's pretty good to be honest with you. Cormac does. I don't know, if, um, Nicole, if you've ever seen any of Cormac stuff, but he goes way out there in um, pushing some of his social media that's stuff. Great. Uh, I love it. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> so yeah, that definitely. Um, I'll let Cormac give you his uh, uh, address, or you can find him in the group anyway. You should be able to find uh, find him in there. But uh, yeah, he definitely uh, has some unique ways. Um, let's put it that way. So. Uh, uh, I've not seen anything that like it. Uh, so, awesome. so uh, to be honest, I'd find a lot of that embarrassing, but it gets you known. Nah. Again, it does. It works. No, it, uh, it's it's all back to building the the, the 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 brand again. But you know what? You were talking about LinkedIn there at the, the start, and I don't do much LinkedIn. And I'm wondering, I might look at doing that approach on LinkedIn as well and just going, hey, let's go for it, you know? As in, you know, um, what you do find about corporate world is that they everyone wants to have a laugh in corporate world as well you know they they do you we have this perception that like i'm very human when i go and dealing with all the all the people and you know people are bored senses at times you know so it's easy to cut to, to create a bit of a stir in a nice way there you know mm-hmm. um it is it is um nicole sorry what uh training do you do there exactly is it just how to run shops or is it um we have staff yeah. training, sales training. We have my all staff that. Training, my staff training there. Staff training is so basically it's an online platform. It's for people, it's for shop owners who hire new employees and they can just sit them down and have them take this course and it's going to give them like a core foundation. So say if you hire, so we recommend here at least shop owners hire people who have really good customer service skills. That's maybe you worked for like a Chick-fil-A or a Publix or something, really somebody really with good high standards of customer service and then teach them the small repair things that they want them to know. And so we have this repair training course where they can just put them online and sit them down and get the training. But we, the in-person is primarily for business owners that are opening physical locations and they need the business training and the hardware repair training. And Peter, and we might have to do a show about this, and we will do a show. So mm-hmm. this will probably give us a second. How do you train your staff then? Sorry, no, we're kind of got a little bit mm-hmm. off. Yeah, my staff, we have videos. We use procedure manuals. We, we have, yeah, we for internal training. Yeah, so we use the same thing that we sell. We use the same thing. And we also have internal training manuals. And then we have really unique ways that we uplift our staff. And so basically like one thing I do after I've decided to hire someone before we bring them in for the first day, I actually have a little form that I go over with them or my managers, but basically finds out the pain points in their life and what their personal goals are outside of their job. And this is because we want to keep and retain our staff. So we have about 20 employees and we want to retain those amazing people that we invest so much time in. And to do that, I want them to feel like we care about them. And so that creates loyalty. And so once a month, I'll have a manager or someone or myself, if I have time, do like a little 10, 15 minute one-on-one with them. We'll just bring them in and say, hey, you know, you know, a few months, you know, every month we do this, but you know, hey, you one of your goals was like, for example, one of my employees wants to own a t-shirt printing company. And he was trying to go about it all the wrong way. Like he was trying to buy shirts from China and then buy a printing machine for his house. And it's like crazy. And I was like, look, you know, there's a place called Teespring. Like you can set up your brands there. This is how you can copyright your designs. And, and he was like, he loves us so much because we've been there for him. I have another one that makes websites. So, you know, we were like, hey, we'll make up a website design package and we'll let you pitch it to the students that come through. They all need websites anyways. And so we just support their dreams. Like I had one student, I mean, sorry, one uh, employee has like five children and her and her husband, she could not get to work on time. And I was like, what's going on? And she said, well, one of our cars has two flat tires, so I can't drive it. So my husband's having to take me and take him and we don't know what to do. And I was like, wow, this is, you know, she was in tears over two tires. It's $60, you know? I was like, here's the $60, go get your tires fixed. And it made her cry. That's how impactful it was on her life. 
And she loves me to death. I mean, she's not going anywhere. She loves this company, you know? So it's like just those real little things and caring about them makes them care about you and you retain those staff. Mm -hmm. I think that answers your question, Cole, Matt. (laughs) I could go on for days about that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, but that's pretty good, to be honest with you, I must admit. Sometimes it's just those little things what do do Mm -hmm. really count. And even on with customers as well, it's not only just your staff. Um, Mm One thing I'd like to mention, and I say this all the time, and people always get it wrong and so forth, and uh, is consistency for your brand or what you do, whether it's procedures, whether it's marketing, how you repair something. You need to be consistent in the way you do it. There's no point repairing something one time uh, for the same customer and you offer you give them a free clean of the laptop, give them some sweets, for example, like Cormac does, and stick it in a box. And then the next time they want the repair doing, you end up not cleaning it or anything. And so then the customer feels like the short change because they haven't got what they wanted. So you need to get like procedure lists and stuff like that. So when you are doing repairs, you do the same thing. For example, like Nicole says about just training and so forth, you have a procedure list you go through when you're training someone and so forth. And it's the same when you're doing repairs and pretty much anything, even a cleaning routine, have a procedure list so you can go down it and basically say, yes, I've cleaned the floor. Yes, I've cleaned the counter. Yes, I've cleaned all the laptops and PCs so they don't look like they've got dust on and they've been there for six years. Uh, Make everything look right and be consistent about it. And it's one of the biggest things I'll ever mention is consistency. And I always say consistency is key um, because that's how I've built my business is basically make constantly make everything the same uh but obviously you need to look forward as well so make things better as well (laughs) obviously as time goes by and another thing um you were mentioning was uh regarding um yourself let me ask you a question all three of you last time you had an electrician out do you remember what their logo looked like i do probably not no, I don't. You're struggling. Do you remember what they looked like? No. Yeah. yeah. The logo I do, not them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. You remember what they – there's more chance you're going to recognize the person than the logo. We see logos mm-hmm. all day long, unless it's something like big like Apple, uh, Curry's PC World, whatever you want to call them, uh, Nike or whatever. You're going to recognize the logos. But when you're a small business, generally people don't remember your logos. It's always nice to have them, but the main thing people remember is this thing here. Whether it's good looking or not, they remember it. Um, So make sure on your advertising, on your website and everything, you have this. Because that's what people remember is you. And if they might not remember your name, they may not remember your company's name, they're not remember your logo, but they'll remember the face. And when they remember the face... They'll remember the business usually. I want to add to that. Okay. So, so my opinion on that is it depends on the size of your company and how far you want to go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I did that and it backfired on me. So years ago when I, I had seven uh, flea market spaces, basically they're like stores inside of flea markets. Mm-hmm. And when I started the company, I actually named it after myself. And I really wanted just everybody to know me. And it was just great. Well, as I started to expand, customers would only work with me. And so what now I teach people is do not put yourself forward because what happens is unless you don't want to grow, if you you are just the local guy and you want to dominate your local area and that's just what you want to do for the rest of your life, that's fine. Like that's okay. That's a goal. Right. Um, But if you're like, I want to have five or six locations, I want them to be in different places. I want to grow this brand. You need to really decide And you can decide later. It's just hard to transition, which is what I did. I went through that transition. So I had to back away. And even now it's still really hard. Um, But you you have to kind of decide, am I going really far with this? And how do I want it? If you're local, your face is going to be so amazing because you're local. But if you want to grow and have people show up, that are working for you and those people aren't looking for you, then the kind of, it's like a balancing act to me, you know? 
Yeah, good, definitely good point there. Um, obviously, when you see an advert on TV of uh, some good-looking model showing off, uh, I don't know, a new laptop at PC World, you don't always expect to see them in there. But, uh, but yeah, it is one of those things is obviously then if you want to back away from the business and let other people run it and stuff, then everyone's going to be expecting to see you every time. So that could be a little <laughs> bit, um, bit of a pain. So, yeah, so it depends on your point of view. Uh, most of the people, I think, here are independents but obviously if you are growing um looking at opening multiple stores that could be a problem but i still think having a slight personal touch on your website or somewhere like that's always nice so people can see even if it's a picture of your staff or mm -hmm. yourself or a team photo it's always good so you don't look like some robot or something like that they know the sort of people they're going to be approaching when they actually come in the store but yeah definitely good points there, Nicole. You, both, you both made very good points but i also Ego has to be there as well. Like it's nice getting yourself out there, getting known. So you know, while I agree with you both, I think my ego agrees with me more. Sometimes, sometimes I'm generally wondering, wondering at this stage, am I advertising to my business? Am I just throwing it out there? You know, uh, it is fun to be known. <laughs> I tell you, I'm coming close to time. I'll give you, I will give you one last argument there between the four of us for the hell of it. I am. Um, my argument is about, you were saying, and logos, I'll see your logo and I'll raise you your company car, your van or whatever you have out there. Um, we I got a, a new vehicle, it's just white and it's just got its logo on it. That's nothing else. I don't have a mm. website. I, I The way I look at it, if you can work out where cross-saving computers is, if you can figure out where there's a website behind that, really, maybe we don't want to meet anyway, you know. And second of all, a telephone number. Who the hell? When was the last time you stopped? I'm like, oh, there's the van with a telephone number. <laughs> down that telephone number. Like, it's just ain't happening. You want clean, simple uh, machines. Like, that's 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 it. That's that's my my thing. But maybe, maybe he needs, I don't know, Batmobiles or something. I don't know, Peter, what's your vans like? Um, <laughs> we've got them coloured. So they're, they're the company colours, same as our uniform colours company name we do have the website and phone number on there yeah people, well that's a bit flipping but you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah i mean uh, people probably only phone you if you're driving badly no yeah i must admit it was a similar thing with us we um we used to get a lot of calls when i was out driving and stuff like that or when i pull up outside people's out there i think the first couple of vehicles i had were mondeos uh, I think they call them the Fusion or something in the States or whatever it is, the Fords. Um, and everyone just thought I was a taxi <laughs> because I had the information on the side of the doors where the taxi was. I'd pull out someone's house and someone would try and get in the other door. It's like, can you take me to the <laughs> shops or whatever? I was like, all right, okay. Um, but another thing to um, just to anyone bear in mind, if you are thinking of getting signage put on your car or you have already, even if it's a commercial vehicle, make sure your insurance company knows because a lot of the time that will increase your premium because you're advertising you've got equipment in your vehicle, even if you have or not. So make sure you have got your uh, insurance covering that. Did you have something to say about that, Peter? Uh, well, insurance? No. I've, I've, oh, I've vehicle graphics. Yeah. I think computers is the, is the biggest part, the biggest readable word on our vans. Um, yeah. They're quite distinctive. Um, we had like a teal sort of bipper vans although we've, we've now got a sort of transit connect that's blue the same sort of blue as the front of our shop and, and everything matches so um they're quite well known in the area people say oh, i've seen your van out saw one of your engineers out um so they're quite recognizable locally yeah oh another thing to mention as well if you have got your details all over the vehicle like uh, for example scan station computers don't go doing 100 mile an hour down the motorway because everyone will know who you are you know something <laughs> not again that was a brilliant tip that was an absolute brilliant tip we just said there in future when uh tim is going to site or something or whatever tim's up on the, or our engineer is going to site thank you for that there i hit this podcast was worth it for that one alone. Thanks. Well, yeah. well, it's just been elevated to engineers in my company now. They're all That's engineers. You yes. just remember, as you are, you face your company, even your staff. So I'm doing, head your, doing anything in your vehicle, if it's driving yeah. crazy, beeping your horn at everyone, sticking your fingers out of the window, even if it's going in the supermarket and swearing at the uh, um, cashier or whatever, is everyone's going to remember who you are. So you have to be on good behavior at all times. 
because people will remember it and it doesn't take long for this day and age someone to get the mobile phone out and take a picture of you while you've got your fingers up at someone uh, and then it's all over the local press and so forth. So, And that's the last thing you need. And I must admit I've seen that a few times. Right, okay, so... Anyone else got any more comments to add? Let's quickly go for a chat. If anyone in chat um, has got anything else I'd like to add, please do. Um, otherwise, we've just got a few comments from Alison. So call me for mayor of Crosshaven. So looks like you've got a future job there. Um, call Mike if you uh, decide you want to move into politics. Um, it's probably even worse than doing technology, I'd say, politics personally. But, uh, but that's still totally up to you. Um, Richard's saying Cormac uh, has awesome ads. Um, you, are you okay if I share your page just for a second, Cormac? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah you, know, you knew that was coming, didn't you? You knew that was oh. coming. Oh, jeez, I think my first ad is, I think my first one this time, I think, is uh, I've done a book cover. Did you? Can you see that one? Well, let me just um, get it up. Uh, window I've done a book chart. cover there. Um, it was... The book cover was uh, I was on holidays in Ireland and it's so expensive. Uh, oh no, that's that's my private page. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Trying to stay away from oh that. You, <laughs> Which just all had chickens, really, on that one. Um, it's not me either. This is a yeah. Scroll down there a bit go. there. Go down to the next one. The one over that. Forget that. Go down to the next one there. I like that. No, never mind that. This one here. This there one we go. There. This is one. Uh, I went on holidays in Ireland, and everyone's saying it's mm-hmm. Ireland's gone crazily expensive. If you look at the figures there, that got seen, uh, Phil. I mean, yeah. thousands of times, yeah. But I just, I just put up to the fact that uh, Ireland's fairly expensive to fucking go on holidays. That you know, and uh, again, what does that have to do with computer repair? Absolutely nothing. But I tell you what, people will, re- will remember the name Crosshaven Computers. You know. That's, so that's, that's sure. Yeah, as well, if I think that's yeah, one that's... of your sister's art show. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lives. There we go. Now. That's a kind of TikTok that might be uh, there's kind of a, a tune to that one. <laughs> We're getting back. Uh, look at where you came from. Look at you now. Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett. <laughs> amateurs can fucking bust. There we yeah, go. Right. Great. Right. I love it. Down for that one. It's spelled, yeah. Mm. Oh, you have actually got sort of an advertising one there. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, actually do some work now and again. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, we won win- Wimbledon at that time. Don't ask me. Yeah, that was a Christian Ronaldo one. Yeah, this is kind of embarrassing. Oh, yeah. You've got quite anyway. a few bits and bobs on there. Oh, yeah, that was um, <laughs> that was Bernie Sanders and the guy from Friends. Don't ask. There was a meme about that, all right? They're just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, all right, that's <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna stop. <laughs> we we'll leave that one go. All right, like, yeah, oh, yeah, great. yeah, trust me, yeah, Nicole, yeah. I'm a professional, Peter. You know, I'm a professional, but it's all right. I love okay. it. I love it. You're yeah. a crazy professional, that's that's one way of putting it. So, people, people remember it. So, <laughs> right, does anyone else have anything else they want to add, Peter, Nicole, before we call it a night for tonight? No, no, nothing. Okay, so right then, guys. So I think best thing to remember from this show is um, basically make everything consistent, stand out from everyone else, um, and well, just keep doing what you're doing, but do it good is probably the best way to put uh, to put it. Um, we do have a show next week, and for some reason, I haven't put it on my show notes, so I can't remember what it is. But it would be interesting if I actually knew. So just give me one second, and I'll get it up. So next week's show is customer service 101. So uh, um, we will actually. Give, uh, give Chris a shout out there. We haven't read out any of his comments. We missed his comments. Oh, it was probably because, because we put your page up. So, Chris, yeah. uh, let's have a look. Oh, well, yeah, here we go. So, I can see it now. Oh, he's put an essay. Here we go. Uh, I find it all about what value you give to your products and services. Remember, if you're buying from Amazon, there is no interaction with humans uh, where we. Uh, when we buy from us, we can take time to understand needs and build for what their needs 
are exactly. So, yeah, so basically you haven't got that human touch. I totally agree with you there. Um, let's have a look here. Did he say anything else? Um, and he also says uh, ISO 9001 is a great way of making sure this happens. I can't remember what that was. That's regarding the consistency you were talking about. And yeah, standards that probably and procedures. Was, yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's a good Both point them. there, Chris. Uh, and, yes, we did see your comments. Oh, we did now anyway. So, um, but yeah, next week's show, eight o'clock, which is Thursday, uh, same time as usual. So it's customer service 101. So make sure you tune in. And if you're interested in being on the show, let us know. I do have one or two people already booked in to be on that show. But if you are interested, let us know at the moment. Oh, actually, we are full of guests on that show. We've got myself, we've got Timothy, Ian, and William. So that's next week, Thursday at 8 o'clock. So um, there we go. So, again, thanks for watching, everyone. And if you are interested in learning more about Tech for Text, just go to techfortext.co.uk. If you're interested in joining the Facebook group or the community with 1,250-plus members, uh, just go to techfortext.co.uk forward slash join and i'll stick that on the screen for you there also you can go for the tech for techs website as well if you're interested in joining up at the tech max event next year in june join over 500 attendees just like you we're going to have our evening meal with 180 evening guests and we're also going to have around about 50 vendors distributors um, around in the day with stalls stands as well as a few talks and a few surprise guests which uh, we can't say anything about at the moment because we've got ndas and all this that and the other but trust me there's plenty of names what we'll be dropping over the next few months so again thank you everyone for watching and uh, yes thanks for chris we managed to get to both of your comments there so good night everyone cheers mm -hmm. it's not that that's for the virus <laughs>